Hello and welcome to the Treasured Page podcast. I'm Melanie and this is our quiet crafting space and it's episode 21. It's a bit of a cold frosty one today in England on the south coast so I am just in the craft room here with a nice hot coffee and I'm just contemplating how I'm going to tackle the rest of the week and looking forward to the weekend here in the UK. So how are you all? Are you enjoying the beginning of the year? And have you got some ideas on how you're going to take things forward and what you want to do? Perhaps you're making plans. Always quite nice at the new year to think about the craft room, how we're going to organise things, what projects we want to take on board. And then there's always things that we may not have finished off. Well, we're just going to put those in a box. And if we haven't got rid of them, we'll tuck them away like we do every other year and we'll dig them out at some point later on in the year. We may or may not revisit them. It doesn't matter now. The focus is let's move forwards and keep going forwards and we will clear out the things that we don't want in due course. So we've got to come up with some ideas and maybe you've got lots of plans. Maybe like me, you've got few too many and you don't know which way to turn or where to start. That's another that's another little uh, conundrum that comes up now and again, not really knowing which way to spend my energy because we are in January now and it is nice to look at those those uh, months ahead thinking that you've got ages but sometimes projects can take a lot longer than you are planning and your idea that you're going to be quick and able to do it may not be the case when life comes in with the various little life things that happen whether it's a an interruption or a phone call somebody visiting and the next thing you'll know you're it's being sent off on some other errand or a different task or another idea It's quite easy to put those things in front of you and your creative time and think, oh, well, I'll just go and sort that thing out for my family member. And then before you know where you are, the day has gone and you've lost the inspiration or the energy. So we are looking to try and increase our energy levels. And some days are going to be better than others, aren't they? There's going to be days where you feel energized and you want to sit down and you want to create But there are going to be days when things come at you and that can deplete your mood. It can deplete your willingness to want to have that free mind where you can sit down and craft because all of a sudden there's a few other tasks that are pressing. Well, you do need to make that time for yourself as best you can, the same way as you would sit down for a meal and you give that that time to sit and eat. You need to sit and create. Sometimes it's a break. It doesn't have to be journaling, but it does need to be you sitting quietly with yourself and your thoughts and just crafting and creating something with your hands often allows you to think and learn in a different way. It may be that you want to multitask and you're watching somebody create on a YouTube channel and you're knitting or sewing or you're doing something creative with your hands, fussy cutting um, images. And then, you know, you're being you're being creative on two different levels. You're learning, you're absorbing and you're also allowing your creative side to settle in and make something but there's something to be said from switching off from from 
people talking at you like me now. There's something to be said from switching off from the visual aspect of watching somebody else because that's their take on life. That's their creativity. What I'm talking to you now is my spin on things and my, my observations through my window. But through your window, you need to discover that. So at the end of this podcast, it's just quite nice to maybe close your eyes, take in that deep breath and think, okay, what do I need to do for me? And then you'll start to think, right, I need to do the mundane things. I've got to sort the dinner. I must go here. I must do the shopping. I've got to buy this, such and such and so forth. I must get in touch with that person. Those are the things that we have to do. But sitting down while you're having that little thought process of all the things you need to do, you could also be sitting down and just gluing some paper to paper. And as you're thinking through all the other little jobs and little tasks you're doing, they will bubble up to your mind and come to the forefront and you can capture them and you can write them down on a separate piece of paper. And then you can carry on knowing that you will get on and do that job, that task, that sort of mundane thing that has to be done. You will get those things done and that is part of journaling. So it's accessing a creative side of your brain to allow everything else to process and work and work out the problems and solve things. So if you're a person that struggles with sleeping, you don't feel that you're having as much sleep as you once did or you've not got as many hours banked up at night time and you feel maybe low energy or that you're not um, as vibrant as you would like. Crafting is an excellent way to allow your brain to process all the information you're receiving on a daily basis. It allows you to relax and it also allows you to think through those thoughts and get them out of your head and write them down and solve them. And I think creative people may not need as much sleep because we are processing these thoughts in a really, really healthy, positive way. And so your brain doesn't need to shut down as much every evening or night because you are already allowing your subconscious to work out all the thoughts and put them into the right boxes. So there is a there is an element of that. Do crafters need as much sleep? That's a whole new topic to discuss really really interesting and I'd like to delve into that one more I'll do some research for us and we can discuss that here but while we are thinking of that I think it is really worthwhile just now getting into a quiet space and trying to process some of the uh, creative ideas that will have come up out of the holiday season when you've had a break and had time to think you might want to just Put your mind to a little project and keep the project small. Don't do a big thing at the moment because we're also trying to catch up with a backlog of stuff that's going on um, as we reboot our lives back into the new year. There are lots of projects uh, away from the craft table that also need doing, whether that's maintaining your home or whether that's catching up with family or whether that's simply tidying up after the holidays and packing everything away. So be kind to yourself. Don't worry too much about January having to do all the craft projects. We're just going to take things slow and see how it comes. And remember to make some time for you slowing down and having a look at all the different things that you would like to be inspired by this year. Maybe go back through your old um, projects and some past journals and what went well, what 
what ephemera did you make or what did you like? What have you seen on other people's work that you would like to have a go at? Maybe make a list of all of the things you'd like to try this year and then you can work out how much you want to achieve. It's very inspiring to be able to watch others, to look at Pinterest, to also look in magazines and get inspired by other artists and see whether you would like to try and do a journal similar to a style in which you've already seen. And it's also extremely inspirational just having a look through your own craft supplies and working out what materials you've got, what you've got to work with, rather than thinking about what everybody else is doing. What papers have you got that inspire you? And and looking at your paints, looking at your inks, looking at crayons and things that you may or may not have and what can you get at maybe garage sales or charity shops or in the town cheap shops, some some picking up things from friends. What materials and art supplies can you get your hands on if you haven't got much in the way of art supplies? You'll find that you'll be able to pick these things up quite readily this year. And with all of those ideas, once you've had a little tidy up and maybe had a little reorganise, you can have a look at what materials you want to bring into your journal experience this time round. Maybe you haven't used paints before and you'd like to have a go at that. Maybe you're not familiar with the mixing or you're a bit frightened about the colour could you look into that as a study and a focus and make sure that you've got the the right glues that are going to help with the task? You don't want anything that's going to hold you back. You don't want a glue stick that clumps or isn't sticky. You don't want to have a wet glue that clogs the whole time. So make sure that you've got things that are easy and work and are not going to be a block or a stopper for you. They're not going to irritate you so you feel like you can't be bothered with it. You know, you want to be able to pick these things up and they work for you. If they're not working for you, life's too short. Just get them out of the craft room and get something that works. You only need sharp scissors, a stick glue, a wet glue and some papers to get going on a junk journaling project. And if you've got a bit of string to bind things or make tags, you don't need any of the fancy things. But you do need to maybe look for some decorative papers or you can make some. And for that, you're going to need colour. And that could just be brown or it could be black or it could be grey or it could be the whole rainbow of colours. So once you've got all of that in front of you and also consider a theme that you might like to think of what what's inspirational to you at the moment or where might you like to travel to that you just can't and could you maybe do a journal about something that that you like of that style at the moment I'm quite inspired by blue ice blue frosty blue frozen Iceland Nordic Sweden really cold things fur spruce log fires winter whites and Arctic blues and I'm looking at that as an inspiration for this month and I shall be picking out colours and tones of that nature thinking of snow thinking of shapes and forms of snowflake swirls of frost on a window pane that sort of idea that's where my head's at at the moment I just think I'd like to journal that and get that out 
as a nice expression of the cold that I'm feeling in the moment, but turning it into a positive, turning it into something romantic and beautiful. So I shall be taking you along for the ride on all of that. So wherever you are, have a look around you and see what inspires you and what you can pick up for your next project, whether it's a piece of ephemera, a journaling card or a full journal. Have a look and see what you've already got in in amongst your stash and then work out what you can add to it. What colours are you going to express this season and uh, get together all of those things and let's see if we can create something. And I shall be back on the YouTube channel with a new journal idea and I shall also be carrying along with the Marion North Journal and bringing you more stories from the 1800s. So I look forward to all of that very soon. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead and above everything else, guys, just slow down and make crafting time for you. Bye bye now. (music) 